Are you Ray Stans, the Ghostbuster? And now I'm hanging up. Hang on, please. I, I'm calling about Egon Spangler. Egon Spangler can rot in hell. Oh, yeah. Post, post, post what we were just saying. We're not going to talk about that. Uh, gotcha. Old news. Moving yeah, on. Just got, got on to Cincinnati. Uh, yeah. No, an anthology would work. I, I think that would not be too bad for Ghostbusters after the afterlife. I just, I don't know. It, it helps me flesh this out now because I'll have to have a, a more coherent sentence when Ken comes on. But it was fine. It was like, okay, I see why people like this more than the previous one because the previous one is a little too much of an SNL movie. I also see why it's kind of middling at best. Like there were some good characters. Ooh, ooh. We're going to get a digital karate chop to the neck. I mean, it's not. <laughs> it, like I enjoyed it, but it's like, Did you? Know, you, know? Did yeah. you? Yeah. yeah. This is a binary yeah. choice, okay? You don't get you don't get to float in the gray area. No, I can go, yeah, yeah, nah, nah, nah. I would probably <laughs> I don't want to say the ranking yet. I want to wait till Ken's on here. Okay. I was just <laughs> I mean the problem I is get, also this sorry, good. No, I was gonna say I really having when I first watched it, I really enjoyed it. I was like, you know, this is a really good movie. Uh I thought like, you know. The nostalgia that it plays on did pretty well. I actually cried at the very end, like towards yeah. the end of it. I was like, okay, this is pretty sad. And then like uh I talked to Ken afterwards and we were talking about like the uh context of like you know uh uh Reitman died passing away too, I think it was shortly after this or before was it before this? This is in two thousand when is movie count? 2021? 2020. Last year. No, it was twenty one, uh, yeah. Okay, and I think he passed away like somewhere around the time of the yeah. movie. I don't know if it's before or after. And so that adds to it as well. You know, you had, and they, they play up the Harold Ramis thing very, very heavily. And they, I think they do a good job with that. But then when you said you were watching it and you're like, it's just a movie. I, I started to like think back to like the movie and like, you know, what parts I actually enjoyed. And that's where I came up with the section of like, did they lean too much on the nostalgia? You know, it worked for me at first, but is this kind of a movie that you has any replayability and did they sacrifice you know like i don't know the potential of like expanding the franchise to just go back into you know basically 1984 1989 and that would be my problem with the film that's kind of the nail on the head like it is for everybody that says oh this wasn't fan like that was the most fan servicey of fan servicey movies oh 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 it was. The Zack Snyder fans would beg to differ. Oh, I've wasted my life. I, I don't know, man. Like you. <laughs> like there's literally one of my notes says, oh, so we're just doing Ghostbusters one again. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like I said, when, when I watched it, mm. I thought it was really good, like I said. So I, yeah. I got to preface that. But having thought about it, I'm like, yeah, we really did just do same villain, same like, you know, uh, new TV ghost busting sort of uh, business mm-hmm. kind of thing. You know, so it, yeah, yeah, it was very much so like, okay, we're just going to, we're going to finish 
refinish what we did in 84. Yeah, it was kind of, and no reference to the second film, which was weird because Bill Murray and Scorny Weaver have a kid. Oscar, worst name child. Well, Oscar's not his though. I thought Oscar was his. I don't remember that. Mm-hmm. Remember, she he he watches Oscar. Oscar's somebody oh, else's kid. Okay, that's right. I always kind of assumed like oh, he adopts it. Yeah, I mean, he he he's he's but kind of the really kids because yeah. he wants some of that Sigourney butt. But you know, all right, fair enough. Let's get that. And I don't think they ever say who the dad is. That that's that's the interesting part. I assume it's Rick Moranis then. And he's banging Janine too in the same house. Oh, this guy's that's how he's an uh, ass. That's how he rolls, baby. This gatekeeper <laughs> keymaster, you know how that goes. Because he, yeah, because he's, 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 be, he's supposed to be watching his own kid. He's got that as key he, as he's trying to get laid, remember? Yeah, yeah, he doesn't know it's his kid. Oh, there's Ken. <laughs> All right. Rick Moranis, the stud. That, that, that's my new, that's my new uh, non true, definitely false theory. And his wingman is Slimer. Yeah, well, Slimer, Slimer loves to watch <laughs> and eat. Yeah, well, gotta. You know, yeah, you want to popcorn with that movie? Yeah, you got to hey, watch. Oh, you're you're on site. Oh, what is this? This is uh, this is Ted Roll reporting live from <laughs> San Diego Comic Con. Wanted oh, to let the fans know. There. Yes, sorry, I was. I meant to message <laughs> it. I'm like, well, there's the link. Let's just go ahead and drop this in the show. But I got to do a better angle because so, I got the chins. So some people. Oh, we were just talking about that were, with the the masks. Yeah. Yeah. Some people might say you're answering the call. Oh, <laughs> oh, there we go. Oh. That's how Pat likes to open things up. Yeah. He chose yeah. violence. Yeah. <laughs> Just so we, the... we, No, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I say, are, are we going to do the, the episode about the answer to the call movie, the, the third Ghostbusters movie? Because we can do that too. Like, no, what? no, we were going to roll that into our overall discussion of the, the better yeah. one. We gotcha. Yeah, <laughs> fair enough. Um, but uh, I wanted to, to jump on and say hi, guys. Unfortunately, I am I'm off to actually go to another programming meeting. So, okay. Okay. Um, just sorry that I didn't uh, check in earlier no and respond. So, yeah. All right. All right. You guys have a good night. You what? Have All fun. Right. Good luck I'll out try. there. Get your get your shit recorded so we can watch it. Sounds good. Figured All out. Right. They didn't even want to show up to the debate. I get it. All right. Well. So my first note is, seems afraid of a ghost. Gotta say, whole theme, not afraid of a ghost. And the movie starts with, uh, with who we find out is Spangler being terrified of ghost. Well, hold on. Is he terrified? I don't think he's terrified, though. That scared me. That scared. We never Cowardly. actually see his face. Cowardly. We never actually see the man's yeah, face. Yeah, he's sitting in the dark hiding. And he, he has, because he, he has a trap set that didn't work. That was a problem. Yeah. That was the big issue. So, trap okay, fail. Maybe, maybe, as I say, maybe he was afraid after the trap. But he remember, like, at least from what we're, we're shown at the very beginning, he goes into the lion's den to lure out whatever the beast is mm-hmm. to trap it. So he has enough courage to do that. Yeah. Then the trap yeah. fails. And, and, and I don't even think yeah. he's afraid. afraid. I think he's goes. resigned. I think he's goes. resigned to death. A little afraid. Also, kind of, kind of a, like, couldn't leave, couldn't get out of there, just had to die. And seem well, like I, it did. I mean, did you see the way he died? There was no way, there was no way getting around that. He could have driven off. I think we're still chasing him. Keep driving. And it was faster than him. Well, it went back. After it suffocated him in the chair. Yeah. All right. Whatever. <laughs> I have the note supposed to be Egon, so I figured that one out pretty quickly. Okay. Uh, 
So then, okay, moving oh. from that, from oh. moving from that scene, we get into, I guess, the, the family shows is, up. It, it, it's his daughter, right? Or it's his daughter, the lawyer. Uh, played Lawyer's by like, Carrie. oh, you, yeah. you, uh, no, yeah, the, the, played it's, by it's his daughter Coon. going, yeah, going through like their day or whatever, and the, the worst landlord's mother. outside saying, "Get your ass out, pay the rent." Yeah, the worst mother ever, just trash mom. Yes, yeah, CPS should of, really be called on her. Yeah, a lot of trash characters that I was not a fan of in this. Gotta say, like there were a lot I didn't like. Um, some, a couple I did, but my note is, um, so you know, they get evicted. So they go to the small, terrible, rundown farm they now own. And my note states, "So excited to watch Superman destroy this town," because it immediately felt like Smallville for me. I was just waiting for like Zod to go flying through. Like, oh, oh shit. I want to say it wasn't it's like 45 minutes into the movie that we find out what state they're actually in because yeah, you're right. It's just like, you know, big sky country. Yeah. It um my next my next discussion point is the um the relationship between the mom and her kids, which is way too much like a Gilmore girl for me to be comfortable with what is happening there. Like how yeah, much sarcasm. That's that's interesting. I wonder, yeah, um if the father leaves the picture at what point does that happen because it seems like she's resigned to being the friend and not the mom and you would yeah. think for a single mother early on again I, I can't speak for every single mother or any of them to be honest with you but there's a level of like hey I'm your mom especially early on like you're you know these are our roles these are our assignments this is how we communicate and deal with each other but again if if maybe the father was around to like you know balance the two of them out and then he leaves she then immediately jumps into the friend role to kind of you know uh i don't know you say like not replace but like compensate for it Mm -hmm. i get what you're saying i mean obviously it's left specifically kind of out there it's like don't worry about it just moving on it's just the relationship was really annoying like i i didn't i was not a fan of her character or of uh, Stranger Things, Trevor slash Mike slash whatever whatever his name was in the movie. I think it was Trevor. Well, I've been Trevor, Trev, T Dog. Say it one more time. T Bone, Trevor, T Bone. Think that was his is name. Is that who's that? Stranger Things guy. Wolfhard. Yeah, wasn't that his name in the movie? Oh no, his, that's his actual name. I don't forget what his, his actual name was in the movie. I. I I just keep Let's thinking. See. I got the cast here. In my head, he's a Trevor. <laughs> he is. You're right. He is Trevor. Yeah, I remember things. Um, <laughs> just, just the whole relationship with like them being snarky to each other, and then the like, "Ooh, I lied to you. We're gonna live out here now. This is this is home." Pulling a pulse, full, full Sam Neil. I am home. Yeah, it's. It seems like uh, you would want to. I don't know. Again, I can't speak to her parenting but at least explain that hey we're being evicted so this is our only option yeah and now he did take it in stride like he was i think they kind of have to with this mom though because it seems like she doesn't have everything together also why were they so broke times are hard (laughs) yeah that's a ticket what? I, I, right, but did you times see? are hard. Well, because she was on like what a third eviction notice. So it's been a this while. This economy, you just <laughs> can't keep a steady job. I know it's not like her kids are high maintenance. Like it's like yeah, one. Well, well I, I I suppose like what is her 
ambition or or career goal. I don't think I, that was established, right? I think I think you are thinking too much about this as a character and not a plot point to move forward to get the original Ghostbusters back. Well, because it'd be one thing if she were like a starving artist. No, or... no she was a nothing. That's what I'm trying to figure out. I'm like, she was, she was an just... abandoned child that had kids. That's it. That's her. That's the arc. Stop asking okay. questions. Also, I'm assuming child support comes into play if the dad isn't dead, right? I don't know. I, I, once again, it's kind of that generic. It is very much the general movie, like, well, we're on our last lot. I guess we got to go to the old abandoned house that we inherited. You know, this is kind of a trope. Like, 13 Ghosts, didn't they do this too? Like, Tony Shalhoub and his merry band of children were about to be thrown out and like, oh, we inherited an all glass house where I can bathe. All I want to do is bathe because I'm Shan Elizabeth. And I just want to take a bath where everybody <laughs> can see me. It's another bath. I think that was part of the plot, if, if, I'm, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I think you're right. It, you represent the estate of your Uncle Cyrus. We have an Uncle Cyrus? Cyrus recorded this message six weeks ago. He asked it to be played for you in the event of his death. Arthur, I've instructed my lawyer to deliver my last will and testament. A key? A key to what? A key to your new house. This house is the fruit of my life's work. Oh my God. It is a one of a kind home. It's marvelous, isn't it? Wow. Arthur, we've got some papers to sign in the library. After that, I would love to take you and the family around the tour of the house. This place is awesome. All right, now I know I'm dreaming. Well, your uncle was quite a collector of many things. But it just seems, but no, remember the mom was dead though. That is a, that is a key thing. Cause the kids, you know, Tony Schlup and the kids see her in the house, which again, eliminates a lot of these other questions you would have. Cause again, we're asking where the father's at. And I believe the father's alive. So now you have the questions of like, wait, do we know the father's alive? I don't remember now. I think he's alive. One of your life science. Was uh, was Phoebe's dad a scientist no. or was gross? No. No? I'm making an assumption. What's his deal? <laughs> Honestly, I don't it doesn't matter. He just he was fine with Trevor, but with Phoebe he just really he couldn't really connect with her, so Right. Well, he sounds like a royal dirtbag. No, he was actually just a very ordinary dirtbag. Well, hey, at least uh, Phoebe turned out okay, right? Part, part of the problem with this movie is oh, it's, maybe it's, very, maybe. it's very slow to start and my attention, like I'm at an age now where my attention can't like, uh, you're not hooking me. Well, I think, I think there was a way in this movie to, 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 to do both, keep your attention and explain some of the stuff we're asking off early mm-hmm. and to make it clear. Now, again, I don't, uh, let me check. Maybe it's in the, the Wikipedia breakdown of it, but I f- could have swore he was, like he's alive, he's just an asshole when he's not around. I, my next two notes uh, are during where uh, Trevor is trying to apply for the job and starts takes a liking to the girl. So first notice, Spike Lee. Was, yeah, that was cute. Yeah, first part was Spike Lee approved, and second, oh my god, he is so annoying. Those would be my two notes on that section <laughs> of the movie. <laughs> um, oh, oh, and my next, who had sex with Egon? Uh, uh, that's a good question. Very good question. We don't know that. I mean, I feel like she would have said, hey, my daughter. And not just been like, 
Oh, this bitch. These <laughs> are my grandkids. You know, something. Have you, have you seen them? I wouldn't want to claim them. I mean, you'd claim the little Egon. She was fun. Fair enough. No, I. That's a good question. Yeah, they again. These are all interesting things you could have answered, even with just a cursory, like scroll of the camera to like pictures. Yeah, they showed the pictures later on of him and his daughter, but they don't show the picture of the wife at all. Like just scroll by and be like, oh, that's a family picture. And I think part of my issue early on in the movie is that a lot of it, it just feels like the setup to get to the old Ghostbusters. Like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah whatever, whatever. The, this this little one, the one, the little girl looks like Spangler. She could be our main character. All the rest of these guys, like, uh, he's in Stranger Things, so we'll give him some shit to do. And they have a mom. Say, at, at this point, couldn't they, couldn't they just been adopted kid, like uh, foster kids? I don't know, man. But it's the houses that's important. I think you gotta, I just... They could have done something. Just what I'm saying, like, imagine, imagine that a, you know, one of these mega families are like moving into a house and like, I'll adopt your kid or get a kid out of foster care. And they no, bring they these don't. two into that house. But then they inherited the house through, like, if the kids are related, like she has to be related to Egon. Well, the girl does, right? Yeah. Like the, the daughter doesn't have to. That's true, but but to get the house, like, so what? They adopted, and, and then they say, oh, well, we found your grandfather, and he inherited the house, and it's yours now. Fair enough, yeah. It, ju- it just feels like there are holes there. Um, <laughs> next note was, um, no way Ray didn't, doesn't keep the car, not knowing at that point that Egon actually stole the car, which don't know if he understands that you can you know, file a police report and find said car. Well, see, that's 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 to your point. I think we're talking just a little bit off camera about like without ex- mentioning Ghostbusters 2, you leave a you know a few decades in the middle yeah. out, lots of them. And the only thing that we get reference to is that like Spangler or is it Spangler and not Spangler, it's Egon and what's uh, the other uh, one? Yeah, Egon Sp- it's Spangler and then um, and then Ray. Ray had out. a fight. Which and that's it. I, I have problems with that as well. But oh, also, but, uh, why yes. did the ghosts dry up? Like the the stream of like oh ghost activity, paranormal. Why did that? Why did that stop? They were powering up for the ultimate ghost attack. Is that what? Is that the I explanation? Know. I don't know, man. Well, because I mean, I'm we're sure. led to believe like oh, just like in part one or part something... two, where they're like oh. Yeah. Uh, the ghost dried up and we have no more business. Something what bigger is this, coming, What's the seasonality bullshit? I mean, the thing of it is, and this is a note I make later, there is no way that if a ghost attack happened in New York, that every Christian group is not just hammering that shit home. Like, there's no way people don't know about it. No, like, oh, no, nobody brings that up. Like, no, there is, the Catholic Church would just, that would be the entire recruitment. Like, hey, there are ghosts. There are ghosts, ghosts. So you better. Well, go. and also, I don't understand how the Ghostbusters keep getting forgotten. Yeah, doesn't make a lot of sense. Fucking Buzz Aldrin went to space for like a day, and this guy's got damn memorials after him. I'm sure if you're saving New York from a ghost attack, nope. people won't forget who you are. Hey man, hey man, nobody remembers the real heroes. If there were other heroes in front of them, they were the heroes. Nope, nope. The only person getting forgotten in this is maybe uh what's uh what's uh, what's his name we were just talking about, knocking up Sigourney Weaver. 
Oh, uh, I can't remember Rick Moranis' character's name. Rick which... Moranis, yeah. Sorry. He's the one I've forgotten in this. What? Why can I not remember his name? Oh, Lewis Tully. That's right. Yeah. Good Lewis Tully's probably Lewis the only Tully. one who's going to get forgotten in this whole like Ghostbusters How dare you? Franchise. He would probably be the one remembered. If you keep part two and remember, he was the one outside. Like, Well, I mean, they eventually came outside. That's the problem. No, but remember, he had like he had the proton pack on and all the, like, the it exploded. It's like, oh, he did it. That guy did it. I don't care what they did in there. True. Lewis but then Tully's remember, they, all, they eventually come outside and that's the problem. Yeah, whatever, man. They, they all saw him. And I wonder if they pointed to like Sigourney Weaver like, she tried to kill us a few years ago. Wasn't she the dog lady? Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, your dog lady. Seems like whenever she's around, shit goes down. Uh, Hurt her. <laughs> Hurt her. <laughs> uh, next up, ghost chest, exclamation point. Very excited about that. And that Paul Rudd is What's just going to run chest? through this, isn't he? Just going to yeah, run I mean, as hard as he can run. Like, look, I'm Paul yeah, Rudd. I'm, I'm trying to figure, I mean, I like Paul Rudd as an actor. I think I always enjoy what he's in. But I'm like, what is what is the point of this character? What is the point? The point is that he's red and hard and that gives the <laughs> gives the mom someone to, to hump with. Okay. I suppose, yeah. That seems to be like, because even, even he wasn't as much of the comic relief as the podcast was. No, and, and by the way, that is my next is that, and then the movie totally turns itself around and totally redeems itself. <laughs> Because here comes podcast. Yeah. Just as, as, as the minority in, in, the, in the movie, I did appreciate seeing him around. He was good, man. Although, he was good. All I kept asking, where the f- are his parents? What? What are you talking about? <laughs> is he the protagonist? I just, I hate seeing these movies. Hey, hey well, is he the protagonist? No. Then why the fuck does he need parents? <laughs> that got to do with anything. I'm just saying, I hate seeing these movies where you get all these kids doing stuff and there's never, like, a parent around. Ever. Well, like, all the teenagers just go to the abandoned mine. Yeah. He's like, ah. And, like, one of them's 15. They're, they're clearly all between ages, like, 15 and 17. Like, Come on, guys. A, a single parent. Yeah. Any parent. Just maybe a phone call. His parent. But, do they, but po- they don't show up at all, do they? Uh, podcast not even, parents? Not even when he's arrested. No. What the? F- there ain't no parents in this town, right? It's like, well, I even, does, a, does the black girl have parents? I think. She yeah, because right? yeah. yeah, he, her, her dad's dad the, the, the sheriff, sheriff who then yeah. just disappears. I don't, I thought maybe I missed something, but it seems like all the cops disappear at one point for no, just like, oh, they're gone. Small town. Know that now. Small town cops go away. Must be like a open fire hydrant where they got to take care of. I guess. Come on, guys. Let's all pack up. We got to go. What about these ghosts? Fuck them. <laughs> and they, I love the metal slimer. You don't think you got to that yet. Yeah, no, I enjoyed what a muncher or whatever they call him. Yeah. Very inappropriate. Um, <laughs> oh, the one that said, oh, when she's like, I thought you were the football coach to Paul Rudd. No one has ever thought Paul Rudd was a football coach. Shut the fuck up, Phoebe. You're out of your element. She's flirting, Pat. She's trying hard. She's been out of the game for a little bit, obviously. No, this is the, remember, it was the daughter. I'm talking about Phoebe, the daughter that's like. Oh, she said he was. I thought so. Oh, well, I think, yeah. I wonder if that's just reference to like him playing a video instead of actually teaching anything. Um, I believe so. Coaches are notorious for that. Yeah, I think that's where it was coming. But it's like, you look at, you're not the football. Although, yeah, exactly. I don't want you just to say, yeah. Maybe track. Yeah, Um, cross country might have been his jam. The 
all of uh, Phoebe, who is truly the main character of the movie, the daughter, all of her jokes, A plus. Oh, she's, a, yeah, she's an amazing actor. Thumbs up, no notes. Yeah. Her jokes were fantastic. And an explosion. Where is it coming from? I don't know. I don't know. I, I set up geophones, but I can't triangulate. Are you using three? Yeah. I know how many sides there are in a triangle. I just thought you were being obtuse. Was that a geometry joke? Yes, that's why I winked. Ah, ah that's terrible. No, I loved it. Nice. Her, I loved her and podcast shit. relationship. Yeah, they were. They, maybe, maybe they spent more time on those two than like Trevor and his girl. Yeah, it felt like almost like oh, he got a big hit in Stranger Things. Let's like ramp up his part. Nobody cares. Go away, Trevor. You're out of your element. We need someone to yeah. drive the car. Um, oh. Feels like there should be more meth in that town. <laughs> Watching it like, hmm. Again, a little too many teeth. Who's who's to say that they were? We didn't see any adults around. We saw like in the involved in basements, is cooking up the meth. <laughs> Where, where's podcast parents? Oh, he's just, he's just down there. Always no, just random houses exploding in the background for no reason. <laughs> is that the ghost? Um, yeah, sure, it was ghosts. Uh, podcast is like, I gotta go home. I'll be uh, back, maybe. Uh, those fumes are making me feel not feelings. <laughs> yeah. It blew up my studio. Just every, we just wanted the blue ice. Um, <laughs> oh, uh, next note, his podcast is better than ours. It was very upsetting. Yeah, yeah. but I mean, he got a stride at what, 45, 46? Yeah, 46, yeah. He's had, he's, yeah, we're, we're, we're coming up on that. We're, yeah. Any second we're, now, yeah, people are laughing. But I was like, ah, oh, man. Magically. Damn it, his podcast is good. He's got he all the intros down. Oh, I, I think we skipped over this part because we're skipping over a lot of part. We're just going by yes. your notes, but there is a section where they move into the house. Uh, it's a fixer-upper. I don't think anybody who's following it's this a, podcast. It's a pile of crap that would be basically condemned. Yeah, picture picture hoarders, but worse. Like every bad house in a horror movie, it's like, oh, nobody can go. No one's been up to the old O'Reilly house in years. There we go, yeah. It's, it's a house that looks like it should it hasn't been lived in even though the owner died a few weeks ago yeah so they're in the house fixing things up living in it you know it's been you know a couple days or so and for whatever reason they've already been enrolled in summer school i guess just to because the mom can't deal with them during the summer yeah uh, and the the grandfather who is now dead and gone is now a ghost Ooh, former at, ghostbuster at this, at this point we can assume is egon Egon Spangler, I believe it's we 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 understand that now. We don't get Pat. We haven't seen anything. Spoiler oh alert. shit! Sorry, sorry, sorry. My bad. We don't know that no. yet. Forget I said There's that. a ghost in the house, and he keeps messing with the little with uh, what's her name? Uh, Phoebe. Phoebe. He starts off. I think the first night. Uh, messing with the lights. I'm gonna call her Fegon. By the way, moving forward. I like that. That's good. It's good. Solid. Yeah. Fegon. So he messes with Fegon the first night of playing with the lights. I think the next night he ends up playing with the chessboard. He, it's you know very subtle at that point. Yeah. For whatever reason, the third night he gets pissed off and he's annoyed with her at this point. He's tired of her antics and tired of her taking forever to figure these things out. Again, spectral being has no no way of communicating with her other than these things. Playing chess. The, yeah, she moves the chess piece and he decides to like move her chess piece and flick it across the room like an asshole. Yeah, not very grandfather like yeah. or fatherly like. I guess just, that just plays up in his like fact that he's. Not really a human, I suppose. I mean, he, he's weird. He was weird in life, you know. Well, and that's that's the reason why I said we don't know it's 
Egon, so to speak, because we're, we're led to believe it's just a ghost. And now this ghost is angry. I mean, I'm not giving myself any credit here, but I kind of figured out it was Egon pretty early in the how? Like, yeah how I, oh i don't know i don't know how yeah, I you don't know that. you don't know you don't know could it be because of the car they didn't find that until later no like she they've already seen the car like oh they show it like oh he can't get to work though wolfhard yeah after mm-hmm. that's at that's after her like i'm gonna throw the chest piece across the room yeah and i think I that's even that. after that's even after they get the uh containment unit remember the portable containment unit thing and Paul Rudd decides to like MacGyver the shit and open it up. Yeah, that was that wasn't smart. I don't know why he would do that. That was a I know the the go the, one of the ghosts that I guess Egon captured before he died. <laughs> Paul Rudd like, oh, open this up. I thought it was Muncher. Oh no, it was the it was the part of a the main villain. Who I don't it was like the dog deal. Yeah. They catch Muncher later. I think we're actually coming up on that part. Yeah. Well, I did have a note that Egon better whoop her, the shit out of her at chess. No, he doesn't even do that. He's just angry. Also, best summer school teacher ever. Teaching how to work on proton packs and shit. It's pretty good. That was pretty sweet. Yeah. Oh, no, I don't think that was him, though. I think uh, the best summer school teacher ever is what I was saying about Paul Rudd, who like had them. What, what They were watching a bunch of horror movies. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. Like, oh, this guy knows what he's doing. And then I have my note regarding, in all caps, how are ghosts not the only topic of discussion? The Christian right would be all over this shit. Catholic fundraising. That is, well, that's a good question. Because we're led to believe this is what, at least. So what do you, I mean, how it, do you it, think the mom set, is? Mom's like present. mid-30s, early 30s? It's early set in 30s, the present. Right? Early to mid-30s, I would guess would be you know it, it's kind of that ambiguous between somewhere in her 30s and 40s like she could have so had kids point young that, you don't know yeah my point is, is that after so he either knocks someone up right after the new york thing because i guess that's only fit this age thing in um, which which we give her mid or no i guess she could yeah. have been born mid 80s to early 90s somewhere in there okay so a few years after the new york thing yeah still living born. high on the hog off that and then, so presumably people still know about the ghosts? Nope. Know what you're talking about. Um, yes. And this, and this then leads us to um, where they are playing with the trap. And for some reason, yeah. they open the trap, but you know there's a ghost in there. So why would you do that? Very good question. Very good question. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what Paul Rudd was thinking about doing with opening the trap, though, because even if there wasn't a ghost in there, what is your, what's your ultimate goal? The, shut up. It's like he had one ready to put nope, in there. Nope, shut up. That's the goal. Shut up. Stop asking Seems like a bet. Well, it's, I mean, it's one of those, like, can we kind of things. I get that, but it was, it he was believes a, in the ghost. He, he understands the New York thing. Yeah. He understands what he's dealing with. He saw, I mean, I'm presuming there's, like, books and some kind of archive of like what he understands what the trap is and it's yeah. moving and shaking so you know there's something in there let's let it out what if they let out what's his name from part two you don't know who that is oh uh vigo yeah he's what, vigo. what do you think you're gonna do in ghostbusters like after, after buzzing of flies to him <laughs> he is vigo yeah you the buzzing of flies to him that's where oscar comes in it's like oh, i'm too old for this shit i hope oscar has that accent I hope so. I hope he just sounds like Nick Nolte the whole movie. What the <laughs> hell? He's probably going to be old enough. 
I mean, at this point, yeah. Yes, he would be older at that point because they not. Well, I don't know. Is part two canon now? I don't know. Whatever. I think it is um, right. If the daughters exist. So, next couple of notes, we're starting to get into stuff, and there's family angst. Like, why didn't you tell me that my grandpa was eating on Spangler and the Ghostbusters? Yeah, whatever. Okay. Um, yeah, that's true. I do think podcast is getting a Squarespace deal pretty quick here because he's got those intros down, man. Like he is getting Bonobo's money. Um, if he never acts again, he should at least start a podcast. I hope so. Um, I want to hear the other 47 episodes. I would. And I, I see, see where we went wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously we're, 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 we veered off where we went left when he should, when he went right. Um, yeah. The whole, everything involving uh, the Trevor character and the girl, what is her name? Is his uh, kind of gir- not girlfriend. I think she ends up becoming his girlfriend. She lucky. Her, right? Is that her name? That's a good question. She might be. Okay. In any, oh, wait, I could just click on the link and that would show me based on right? looking at her face. Show me your face. I think it's going to, yeah, I think that's her. I think it's Lucky is her name. Uh, yeah. Just Lucky Domingo. What a all, all, all of the interactions, like teenagers are just kind of awful and especially in movies. And especially in a movie like this, where they don't really get to do anything otherwise, and like we're teenagers, yeah, teenaging shit. What do you want to do? I don't know. Go cause trouble in abandoned buildings because we're teenagers. Well, they also made that weird distinction of like her getting ready to go off to college and him only being what was it sixteen? Yeah, everything was because he lied well, about being seventeen. Yeah, he said he was seventeen. He was like fifteen, about to be sixteen in like yeah. eight months. So it's a little like, mm, you're turning into a sex offender. Hold on, let's all calm down. Right, yeah, we're, we're oh. going with this. How you doing? All right, you have a seat over in that chair, please. Let's all back up. Um, all right, so now we're at the point where uh, he ends up. Um, Egon has thrown his little ghost temper tantrum and gets Phoebe down into his sex dungeon slash uh, workshop. I guess that, I guess you could call it that. <laughs> uh, I did ask um, secret sex dungeon question mark. Um, the glasses bit was good where they had the same the glasses. That was good. That was a good little bit. Yeah, yeah that was cute. Uh, um, Although child, apparently skips a generation. Uh, child labor laws be damned. We're just going to make her like start working on proton. But there's like a nuclear reactor on your back. Memory serves. Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to, yes. let me go to my uh, research department. What is the proton? Pa- it's a nuclear particle accelerator. Nuclear particle accelerator? I don't know particle. Nuclear accelerator. Yes. Unlicensed nuclear accelerator. Thank you, research. I like you said it's unlicensed. <laughs> well, it's unlicensed. They, he does not have a license for that nuclear accelerator. And we're just going to like, I feel no. like he. Sh- I feel like they should at least give him one after saving New York. God damn it! No, hey, hey, remember the EPA was actually technically right in all this. Remember when we go back and it's like, oh yeah, no, that they really just don't turn it off, but maybe get somebody in there to look at it because that that it shakes a lot. Yeah, <laughs> but they saved New York. Okay. Sure. I feel like you, you, just, say, you say, hey, you know what? Here's you a patent. Say? Here's a license. Go keep saving New York. All right. Well, maybe it's licensed at this point, but she is definitely. Oh, no, I'm agreeing with you. I think, it, I think it actually is. An, I think it's unlicensed. <laughs> uh, and it's old. Uh, yeah, no, old and busted as all get out. Uh, old and busted. New hotness. I now have a note. Oh, my God, this mom is trash. I think it's when she's interacting with Phoebe. 
Um, and it's like, why didn't you tell me my great, my grandpa was like, she's just garbage. She's so bad. Kids are illegally driving and using nuclear no, weapons and mom is trying Remember, to get in the, in the mom's defense. Egon was a dead. Yeah, dead. I get it. I get it. That's fair. I just, I, we are now at the point. Um, Muncher shows up. Muncher has shown up. Shenanigans are happening. They've got so the proton pack working. There's not yet. This is just where Muncher shows up the first time. Remember, there's a whole thing with the proton pack before anybody arrested. Kids are illegally driving and using nuclear weapons, and mom is trying to get it in with Paul Rudd. Oh, yeah, she's having the egg rolls. Yeah. I about that. Yeah. Paul Rudd's egg roll. Um, I have a note from my wife, Michelle. This says Alice in Wonder Ca- Wonderland Caterpillar. I don't remember why that was. Oh, Muncher. Muncher looks like the Alice in Wonderland Caterpillar. Yeah, I feel like he, yeah, it was weird because I don't know, maybe Ken can clue this up later, but they couldn't get Slammer back, so they got Slammer esque with this thing. Yeah. Like, oh, well, we can't. Where are you, Slimer? Muncher, he eats. Um, also, what, how do you restore what these kids destroyed? Because I get it, you arrest them. What is, what's the fine? Like, because they destroy like well, a good chunk of downtown, of their downtown that, area. And that's the thing. Like, first and foremost, the kids know how everything works. Like, they've got it, like, podcast just showing up, like, ah, oh, clearly we did da, 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 da. This all works out. Like, okay. <laughs> Okay, and then the cops show up after, like, they were shooting proton packs at places. Like, the cops would, I, I don't have a lot of faith in the police, I can be honest about that, but I do think in a small town like that, when you hear explosions, somebody hops in the cop car with a siren on. Somebody, just one, just somebody. Yeah, maybe. I agree. You know, but then you they, think course, so. they show up at the end, like, okay, well, that's good. Great, great, yeah. great, great job, guys. Did a wonderful job. Uh, another <laughs> note from Michelle is um... oh, I don't even remember why I have some of these notes. Oh, wait, why didn't they call the parents? You mean after they got arrested? Yeah. When they got arrested, like the first thing you, you would call their parents. I mean, the parents finally showed up. Yeah, how did, how did the mom For a while, it just felt like you guys are just chilling there. This is also where Phoebe calls uh, Ray because earlier in the oh, movie, yeah. they, so the kids have run into a ghost named Muncher or Chomper. Muncher, metal, I think. Muncher, yes. Um, who eats metal. Um, this is uh, Phoebe and podcast have run into them, this ghost, and they've tried to capture it. They've missed in them separately. Trevor, uh, Stranger Things, Mike Man, uh, has gotten the Ecto-1 to work. So he's driving along and picks them, picks uh, Phoebe and podcast up and they go ghost hunting because they can see Muncher going down the way um this is why uh this is why this is why uh, the mom is trying to have sex with paul rudd which you know i, okay. I get it fair enough you mentioned you mentioned ecto one in the car or not question mm-hmm. why doesn't egon use that at the very beginning instead of using that truck that he has because car didn't work it's busted his grandkid figured it out his grandkid's the one with like that kind of uh ingenuity why would you steal the extra one and not use it? I don't know. I'm sure he used it at some point. So why does he keep it up to date? Also, that's that's, oh, that's your probably like ghost trap thing. Probably if he's not trying to draw draw attention to himself, it's probably like I probably shouldn't drive around in a Ghostbusters car. I mean, he did go wherever he was at at midnight, so I suppose I'm just saying if you're gonna yeah. go into the lion's den where all the ghosts are at, and then come out with one chasing you, you'd want to be in like the most protected car, right? No. No, you sound dumb. 
At least the one with the most no, equipment. No, you want right? off-road trucking. Seems like a bad idea. Off-road trucking is where it is. Uh, my next note is just Reaganomics. I don't remember why. And what was trickling down at that point? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it was a picture of Reagan somewhere. I don't remember. Could have been. I mean, they did. I mean, they're gonna have to go back to the '80s for a lot of this flashback stuff. Maybe you're talking about the fact that these guys couldn't maintain their their uh, business in the '80s somehow. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, it may be that. Because again, '84 or whenever the the first movie takes place. That, no, you're right. That's right because uh, Ray. So Phoebe uses her one call to call Ray Stance um, to call to call Ray because he's still got the Ghostbusters line working okay cool uh who says uh egon spangler can rot in hell right he's and he is he working at a bookstore he uh, owns a bookstore it's ray's occult bookstore it turns out that um winston's actually who who is the only one that got out of this successfully and is like very rich and powerful has just been paying for ray's bookstore <laughs> just keeping it open he's like yeah ray's crazy i'm just gonna it's gonna it's fine i was supposed some money at that that's cool yeah um did they ever but, explain what the what the fallout was about? Yeah, um, he well he does because basically Egon went quote unquote crazy and was talking about how it's going to be the end of the world and oh, like man. oh they just just the tip of the iceberg and oh there's bigger things coming and there is no world where Ray does not believe him. That's what I'm trying to go figure out. Like, with him, there's no world where Ray's like un- no, any of them crazy any of them. Uh, Venkman Peter might Peter might be like ah I'm good. Winston I don't know. might be like, I don't know, man. But Ray, hey, Ray's ride or die. Let's Ray put it this way. Up. Let's put it this way. They said the end of the world in the first movie and the yeah. end of the world in the second movie. There's no world where you say, oh, in, this is a bridge too far, guys. They're in Indiana, right? I think so, yeah. Can Vakeman get money or pussy in Indiana? Because he might be out there. He might be out. But Ray, Fair Ray's enough. showing up. Ray's right there. There's no way. So Ray, the falling out is because Egon stole all the equipment and the car and disappeared. Again, this seems like this seems like an unnecessary barrier that they created in this movie to separate everybody. That's hundred percent. That's like, what it is. Like, why aren't they hanging out? Oh, I just feel like they, they could have had better, like a better reasoning. Maybe he was just bad with the books. Bankrupted them all. Embezzlement. Hold on, that would be kind of awesome if it turned out he just was bad business owner and just was like hiding the fact that they were bleeding money or like yeah Bakeman was like skimming off the top like yeah you know, there like we that. go give, give me some give me some intrigue not just ah well the guy who i've done all this uh paranormal research with said there was going to be more paranormal activity <laughs> what an asshole this guy i don't need this and the other two guys who joined in the business with him for paranormal activity like that is the yeah. reason why they exist on the front line of one possibly two canonical ghost attacks and again if if you like you said if he got saying guess what guys i know where there's gonna be more business at yeah and these guys are like whoa whoa whoa, whoa slow down how about how about go fuck yourself if you consider that we're retired we're out of this we're out of the game now the ghost He's telling game. you where to go do more of what you do ray you run an occult bookstore you now he does cult book store he chose that over over hunting ghost. Yeah, that I, I have issues with that. I'm sure Ken will be. We're able gonna, to we're Ken to clear this up. I'm this, almost want to like. I'm actually with you now. I'm like, this doesn't make any sense. I almost want Ken to just listen to this and then just pause it and respond to everything we're getting wrong. I know I'm getting a whole mess of stuff wrong. 
I'm at that age now wherever I watch, like only 30% of it gets it. Well, this is the worst part. You just watched it too. Yeah. It's um, just more bad talk about the mom. Just a terrible mom, one out of 10. Like I got a lot of things about why this mom is garbage. Uh, Yeah. I mean, she she tries? Question mark? Yeah, yeah. Um, Michelle, uh, it's like Gremlins and Ghostbusters had a baby. Um, Mm -hmm. This is when the... uh, So at one point... Where are we in this film now? My brain is all turned around. They just got arrested. They got arrested. Uh, the mom's yelling at the daughter. They're having the big fight of like, and she's all like, you hit, I you don't hit him want from me. your yeah. life. Yeah. But I don't want your life. Yeah. She pulled the varsity blues on her. Yeah, yeah. Varsity blues her ass. Um, they eventually sneak out. They figure out that something's going on at the mine because when all the teenagers are there teenagering, they saw a face and Mike heard the word or Trevor, whatever his name is. I believe he hears the word that we've all been waiting for. Gozer. <laughs> Gozer the Gozerian. That's right. You remember part one? Remember what you liked about it? Do it in live. Do it again. One more time. <laughs> Do it live. Roll with it. So yes, at, at this point, all hell starts breaking loose. Um, the kids go to the mine to investigate um, what's happening down there. Turns out that Egon had was had set up a massive proton pack blaster things to keep this gate to hell from opening all the way. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like uh, if you ever ever taken a bath and you have that little like vent at the very top that like makes sure that it doesn't bubble over yeah that's what his that's what his, his uh yeah. thing did every time it bubbled they would just blast open so yeah now it turns out though that piece the the ghost that uh paul rudd had released from the trap was the piece of gozer which egon had previously trapped i think is what mm-hmm. we're led to believe and yeah. that piece starts gozering as hard as it can by going to Walmart and animating all of the little marshmallows into little mini state puff marshmallow men. Yes. And at, at which and point, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no that, 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 that's the fun part in the trailer that everyone gets to see. And then we are taken right back to Keymaster Gatekeeper territory as Paul Rudd gets, I believe, is turned into the Keymaster and Bad Mom is turned into the Gatekeeper. So well, let's gonna, not forget. What was the name of the the rich guy that owned the mine or whatever? It was like oh. worshiping. Hold on, let uh, me go to research. Name? What's the name <laughs> of the, the the building? The guy, rich guy. Yeah, you remember his name? Evo Shandor. Evo Shandor. Thanks, research. Yeah. <laughs> um, Evo Shandor's body is in the actual mine, and when everything starts bubbling up, he starts to come alive. Ooh, That's right. So he comes alive and not, right, not yet. No, no, no. Remember, not yet. Not yet. They see him pop alive and then the proton packs hit. But now that uh, Gozer has his gatekeeper and key master, they go ahead, have their uh, sexy time coitus so that uh, the gate can be opened. And then she, uh, Gozer controls well, that. You're also forgetting the fact that Gozer knocks over one of the proton packs, which is how I, everything gets I started. I flipped it. I think the problem is I flipped it. Yeah. Yeah. Gozer has taken over Paul Rudd, who I believe once again is in the Keymaster role, and he breaks one of the proton packs, which then mm-hmm. allows Gozer to, to goes out as much as they goes. Um, 
remember the gate has been open because those two had the sexual intercourse fun time. Um, at that point, they are turned to dogs, a la the first movie. We're just we're just replaying greatest hits from Ghostbusters one. Just just mm-hmm. replaying some greatest hits. Um, probably one of the funniest scenes in the movie is um, the uh, Evo. I can't say the name. The, Shandor. The, the, Evo Shandor corpse is reanimated. Um, he comes back to life, uh, played by J.K. Simmons. And at that point, goes up to his Gozer appears, who still looks like the Gozer from the original Ghostbuster, like supermodel hair, like 80 supermodel It's Olivia Wilde. Is it Olivia Wilde? Oh, okay, yeah. thank you. Thank you for, it is Olivia Wilde. All right. Um, and J.K. Simmons' character, uh, Evo Shandor, goes up to her like, ah, oh, we can rule the world together. And she just rips him in half. Yeah. So he's been dead <laughs> for like a hundred something years, comes back, says, ah, oh, I did this all for you. And she just literally tears him horizontal vertically apart just rips him down the middle <laughs> just like like paper yeah so yeah that, that, uh, that far is pretty good yeah i laughed at that so at this point the kids have to get a plan together to stop all of this and save their mom they go back to the uh, to the sheriff's office where all, all the adults have disappeared. I'm sure there is a in-story reason, but I do not have notes on that in here. Um, Lucky is with them, the sheriff's daughter who... Uh, well, because you remember their mom's a dog now too, so that's yes, where their mom's the, at. Yeah. Podcast doesn't have any parents, so who gives shit? Yeah, but there were like other cops too, and there's like, I don't know. Yeah, that's a good question. Off, I, I guess. they went. Um, so anyway, they break, into, the they break into the sheriff's office um, and they use Muncher to eat through the gate so that they can get their uh the proton pack back yeah that's really ingenious yes they there are a lot of a lot of good things here a lot of good things yeah um they then suit up <laughs> that's right all i don't know how they found little suits for them yeah they they what suit up doing with little suits i don't know it's creepier it gets creepier by the second i guess they were the suits <laughs> were a little too big for them you see just egon was so okay slight. just very very um, slightly though yeah so at one point i'm just like oh so this is just the same movie yeah. Oh, we did miss the heartwarming part um, when the mom finds the um, sex dungeon, Egon sex dungeon, and sees <laughs> all of the pictures of her. So he did care all along. He had been following after her, and yes. at that point, Creepily. he's kind of he's kind of communicating through a desk light, like he's Pixar. Yeah, yeah, true. So yeah, um, he's done with chess pieces because his granddaughter and his daughter don't know how to play chess. Yeah, he, he, bunch of dumb that noise. Yeah, now, now you get a light shining your face. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we then we we start to there are some, so the movie picks up here and it's actually entertaining and there's good stuff mm-hmm. happening and they they do hit some emotional beats. Some funny beats um, are after they are suited up and ready to go. They realize they have to distract Gozer to basically get things in place to use the trap to capture part of Gozer. So they have Phoebe walk up and tell her jokes. Yeah, now this trap that we're talking about is the same trap that didn't work in the first one, which is basically Egon sets up his entire farm area of his of his farm underground. He puts a bunch of proton packs yeah. lined up in a, like a grid, which is supposed to be powerful enough to capture what is it, Zul or whatever? They they trap is that her name? Uh, uh, Gozer to trap Gozer. Gozer's right? the name? Okay, right? I think. I don't know. Goes with the Gozerian. That's that's where we are. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, that that was his his plan that didn't work the first time. He didn't have enough power to do it. Yeah, but 
they so they get a piece of gozer freeing the mom okay there we go they're now a high speed chasing i'm gonna wrap this up now because now we're just at all yeah, the good. emotional stuff and i yeah i can't like make fun of it anymore so <laughs> <laughs> um, high speed chasing mom is confused like what happened where am i i was a dog oh okay yeah that's cool uh whatever mm-hmm. mom we're busy we're doing stuff you know shenanigans ensue they get back to the farm and i i should note we have our four young ghostbusters we've got phoebe and trevor and podcast and lucky those are those that's our they're busting it's making them feel good yes um although i think lucky is taken out pretty early yeah well <laughs> they try and throw the trap, the big trap. Like Egon has turned his entire farm into a big trap. The whole thing's a big trap. Uh, they try and throw the trap because Gozer chases after them to get the piece of Gozer back, which was taken from the mom so that she became wasn't a dog anymore. Um, they throw the trap. The trap does the same thing it did to Egon and that it starts to work and then it's not like it basically it immediately flips the finger to him. Yeah, it fails. Uh, it fails like the... Uh, the uh like any printer oh, you have in your house yeah yeah it just breaks just just, just runs out of cyan. cyan. yeah no cyan We're low on no cyan. done you're out you're done so um gozer is able to get the piece back and at that point turns lucky into a dog oh is that what is that what happens yeah lucky becomes a dog she gets knocked out okay yeah and at that point when things look their bleakest the original Ghostbusters show. Yay, and, <laughs> and Peter and Winston. And you know, they're they've Old. they've seen better days. There's a lot of like yeah. you know, winks at the audience and one-liners. Um, you know, which is a good question. Like, did they charter a private jet to all show up at the same time? Winston is very rich. Okay. So I had to say I, I feel like Ray called them like, hey, remember that when we thought Egon was crazy? And Winston's like, fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. You gave me a job right. once. Uh-huh. I'm just saying the, the likelihood of three old men showing up at the same farm at the exact same time mm-hmm. seems unlikely these days, especially with the way airline travel is going. No, man. Because he'd is... be like, oh, where's where's uh, Peter? That's like I canceled. No, no, this is a private jet. This is a private jet. Okay. Party. <laughs> the private jet party. Damn they show you, up. Southwest. We get <laughs> fuck you, Del- uh, Delta. <laughs> uh, we get all the nostalgia we could possibly handle. The Ghostbusters are going to cross the streams and end Gozer once and for all, but oops, Gozer uncrosses the streams. Yeah. Gozer like, nope, 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 we're going to cross it. Yeah, yeah. Look what I can do, sucker. Eat it. (laughs) So Uh, how does, how do they end up killing it? I don't know, I've run out of steam. (laughs) That's the end of the Uh, Game well, over. No, I'm gonna let you jump in. Doesn't Egon end up having to like help, like hold yes. the proton pack from the daughter or the granddaughter, or whatever, and yeah. keep it stable? Yeah. At what? At basically, at that point, as uh, Michelle said, "Okay, Harry Potter," to uh, Phoebe when she <laughs> lights up a proton pack and just won't let this be the end, and starts shooting, um, shooting Gozer as well. Everybody's mm-hmm. shooting at Gozer with the proton pack, trying to get the trap to work, and Trevor actually shows up and does something is actually useful because he realizes, well, I'm going to take the proton pack. I have, I'm going to shoot the transformer to power up the trap. Not sure mm-hmm. that would work, but it works in the movie. There's a very <laughs> emotional scene where the ghost of, of um, Spangler shows up 
uh, of Egon and is helping, as, as Kareem pointed out, is helping his granddaughter hold the proton pack. Uh, and basically, uh, yeah, they saved the day. And everybody gets to say goodbye to Egon. The guys get to say goodbye. His daughter hugs the ghost before it before he disappears into the afterlife. Everybody's happy. Bustin made him feel good. Now, the important thing is, his podcast is having his own little drama fighting a bunch of little Stay Puft Marshmallow Men while he is- Which was pretty awesome. And that's like, that's the most important part of all this. Well, that's that's also the reason why the, why the trap didn't work the first time, wasn't it? Yeah. Didn't they like the, yeah, but, ruin the wiring or something? Yeah, the reason that- um, that's right. The reason that Gozer can get the part of their uh, of their power back is because the little Stay Puft Marshmallow guys are messing everything up. They're like breaking yeah, they're wires. Him from his, yeah. There's also some Stay Puft uh, body horror where at one point when they first appear at Walmart, they are making s'mores out of each other. It gets weird, man. Yeah, like I, don't, I didn't understand. Like it was like cute, saw, but I didn't understand it. Yeah, are you, I didn't understand why eat, they were into gonna, hurting each other. Who's going to eat that though? Why are you making... I don't understand how they knew what a s'more was. Yeah, it, it, it's all inherit. It's all weird. So that's probably the worst explanation of that movie anyone could ever give. But I mean, like I said, to the end point, I did cry at the end because the oh, it's no, it's the... super nice. It's it's well done. It's very yeah. nice. It's it's you know I got, I got a little dusty. Despite her being like a horrible mom, yeah. I, I felt for her finally seeing oh, her dad yeah. and realizing that he actually did love her. Yeah, like she was like two seconds away from going, Papa. Yeah, very much so. so. <laughs> uh, no, it has a very happy ending. It is a fun movie. My my real real issues with it are going to be that it basically just becomes Ghostbuster one half the time. It's just like the same, like oh, it's the same story. You know, it's the it's the Star Wars trilogy problem. Like this is the same mm-hmm. thing. We did this already. Yeah. Oh, but now it's bigger. It's the it's same same guy, same thing. Still dealing with this. Nothing else. Yeah, yeah. Else but what, what if his suit was darker? Oh, it's a good point. It's a yeah. Good point. What if we replaced Courtney Weaver with Olivia Wilde? Oh no, no. Like wrong the, character. Like wrong Superman. Character. It's like the Superman and Clark Kent thing. I can't remember who the '80s. Um, who the '80s? Oh, uh, supermodel was that played Gozer? Yeah. Like I, I need to know this. This is important. <laughs> is this going to bother you? Yes. It is. Uh, well, I wonder. Yeah, I wonder. I wonder who. We wouldn't be surprised. If it was like David Bowie. Always. Uh, it was <laughs> Slavita Jovan. Okay. Who played? Uh, who played Gozer? Yes. Has she done uh, anything since then? Uh, I think she was a model. I want to say. Okay. You know, she was. She, she was like modeling. I assume so. Yeah. But Olivia Wilde was a good call for that, and we do. We do have a cameo post credits for Sigourney Weaver, who evidently said passed on the movie because she didn't know everybody else was coming back. <laughs> I, I had read that she passed on it because they didn't tell like, oh, but everybody's coming back. Like, I would have done it then, assholes. So, <laughs> right. You know. Um, so, well, I mean, I want I this is the movie I want to I want to see because I want to know what happens to her, what happens to Oscar, what happens to Peter? Yeah, I want well, I want to know what happens to Lewis. Now, Rick Moranis is retired. More power to him, but he do really want to know what happens to Lewis. Yeah, because given the way his character was, given what he was into, there was entire possibility he was like a Republican Congress person. You know, like, like failed his way up into the upper echelons of power just by being a doofus. 
what if that was the movie for Afterlife? Is that's why they broke up? Is because he just bankrupted him. They wouldn't awesome. allow him to be a, an official like, member. He was so bad at the tax. No, it was just so bad at taxes. He like they all ended up in prison for tax, <laughs> tax fraud. Perfect. That's the movie I want to see. Ghostbusters tax fraud. Or or yeah, what, what happened to uh what happened to uh, EPA guy Peck? Where, where, this man has no dick. Where's he at? Huh? If you're gonna give me fan service, give me all the fan service. Thank you. I I, I think when you save New York, he he goes away. He's no, proven he was wrong. I want all the fan service. You're going to do it, do it right. But this is my main gripe. It is not, that is not an enjoyable movie. It's fun. It's entertaining. It's slow to start. I disliked everybody, but basically two of the characters. They're like, you're not likable, you're annoying. In in the movie's defense, there's really only six characters in the entire town. Okay, but that means 66% of the characters sucked. I was trying. Okay, no, I, like, I, I like Phoebe. She was fun. I thought that actress did great. I like podcast. He was fantastic. It was kind of fun to see the old crew, but also we're 40 years out, 37 years after the movie. Like, it's fine. They don't well, need to suit just, up again. If you were, I, I think there should have been more lead up to their suit up. Fair. Because again, we only see Ray, and if, even if just Ray showed up to suit up, that would have been that would have had some weight to it. Like we don't hear anything about Winston or anything during that phone conversation. We hear nothing very much about Peter. Like, um, I mean, he like says like, ah, oh, you know, Peter went and did this, took an adjunct. Uh, but I'm saying like we should have we should have seen that. Like, yeah. Because then when they show up, you're like, oh, they actually hey, you guys are alive, yeah. Versus like, oh, they came out of thin air. It just. It, it makes me very interested to know what kind of movie would have been made if uh, Sigourney Weaver actually got the, got the phone call. No, she did that, not answer the call. No, she, she did not. She, she hung <laughs> that shit up. Um, if Harold Ramis were alive, I'd be interested. Like, it oh, worked these out. Kids, these, kids, these kids wouldn't have been around. Yeah, he's key. Fuck these kids. He never had a daughter. <laughs> Jordan, this shit. Fuck yeah. <laughs> See, they go back to sports. Fuck them kids. They don't need to sleep on these sneakers. Kiss my ass. Um, yeah, I... Is it... It's probably, if I'm going to rank it, the third best Ghostbuster movie. Like, you're not going to beat the original or the second one for oh, me. Hold on a second. Let me grab my... Where did my headphones go? I can hear you. There we go. All right. Keep talking. <laughs> I was going to say, it's probably the third best in my mind. Why does everyone keep shitting on Answer the Call? Because it's not really a Ghostbusters movie. It's an SNL movie. How not an SNL movie. It's, it's, it's Bridesmaids. It's, it's one of those. It's a Paul Faye or whatever his name is movie. Just because the same actress are in it? You're typecasting. Well, and because he's the director and because all the humor is the same. Like, I actually enjoy, like, I really love the way they interact with each other. But, you know, it's okay. Like, you can you can tell how much of a good film was on the cutting room floor. Like, they just, they just, like, slice, like, no, no, you cut this and this. All right. I don't want to say anything more about the film. We've, t- we've already done, like, an hour. But I want to leave it for Ken's response. Because <laughs> what's going to happen is, now that we've done this, and I will say piss poor review of the film with my comments and, and your comments. Ken, who is our resident Ghostbuster aficionado, it's probably his favorite property. He will give us the, here's why you're wrong, you dumb fucks. Mm-hmm. 
which deserved. I get it. I understand. Yeah. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Like, I think that's the best best going forward. And then after that, we could jump into some of the other the other movies in the franchise and your pitch session, because I feel like we can yes. come up with a better movie for the sequel if there's going to be a sequel or yeah. anthology if there's going to be an anthology. I I would like a movie where the mom is likable. Just just passably likable, just not. We're, we're not magicians here, okay? I don't isn't trying to do a Gilmore. Oh, girl the mom's pressure. dead now too. Ooh, she's a girl so much more likable when you can't hear a dog. <laughs> Perfect. No notes. Well, that's 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 the other thing too is like leaving off in this movie. They're still broke. Like, yeah, I mean the situation. Well, yeah. I assume Winston's gonna. I feel like Winston okay, Winston can't carry. Sure. He can't carry everybody. He's really rich. We don't you know get, how you get the like, feeling like, oh man, you're you're rich, rich. You're you're like, oh, you're. <laughs> he's just paying for Ray's bookstore out of the goodness of his heart. Who says it's a big bookstore? Man, that's in New York City. You know how expensive real estate is there? Come on, man. <laughs> what if he's bleeding him out too? <laughs> They're all living <laughs> in that house now. <laughs> a bunch of broke ass. <laughs> I, I, I'm purposely avoiding some of the post-credit scenes as well because I want to give that for the pitch and for Ken. Yeah, but that'd be awesome if all of them had to live in that shitty ass house now because they're all broke. So this is just the real world Ghostbusters edition? <laughs> yes. With a bunch perfect. of old men, two kids, Paul yes. Rudd, and a bad mom? The whole team's back I'll together. Watch it. I'll watch it. Yeah. Is yeah. Annie Potts there? Is is Janine there too? Isn't she? She uh, she wasn't. She didn't deal with the house, right? That wasn't she, her. She just helped Egon out. <laughs> she would like help make sure. So she was. Her. So she was the one that came by, right? Uh, she did come by. Yeah, she did come yeah. by the seat to so yes. check in. So yeah, she. No, no, she doesn't live there. She's living in the house, but she does come visit. A she lot. Just comes by to like mock yeah. them. Yeah, she has. A, she has an actual job. I think she's you know whatever she does, she she come by and her and uh, what's Lewis. <laughs> show up this is the one way to get rick moranis out of retirement is that hey you're gonna be an asshole to all the ghostbusters done sign me up <laughs> i wasn't gonna come back but this is my moment well we just find, we just find out he's the town mayor <laughs> he runs the epa now Ooh, that's it Ooh, uh, what a role reversal how the turns tabled <laughs> i like this movie i like it a lot all right no all ghost right. in it yet <laughs> but we'll, we'll get there it's fine it's the ghost it's the ghost of regret. That's what it is. It's ghost of poor decisions come back to haunt you. Fair enough. We're all, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> all right. That's Ghostbusters Without Ken. The one podcast we should have waited for. <laughs> Very much so. Very much so.